Jigsaw goes back to his roots. Today I'm talking about Saw X. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i am talking about saw x or saw 10 which is as it indicates the 10th movie in the saw franchise a franchise i've never really gotten that much into i've watched a fair number of the movies and was surprised when this one got a better critical reception and audience reception uh did well at the box office and everything and may have revitalized it and i kind of see why uh, for reasons i'll get into shortly so without further ado let's get started I never got the big deal with Saw. The baseline idea is fine. A dying mastermind makes a a bunch of horrific traps for bad people with a chance to redeem themselves through violent comeuppance they inflict on themselves or they die. It's a solid anti-hero bent, and if nothing else, the movie springboarded folks like James Wan and Lee Whannell into more mainstream or interesting projects. But the premise of a justice-fueled anti-hero isn't why the movies became popular, is it? No, the real hook of the Saw franchise has always been a combination of terrifyingly violent and gory traps and the guaranteed plot twist at the end, a high the franchise has been chasing since the first movie's big swing. So why is Saw X getting more love and attention than previous attempts at a reboot a la Jigsaw? Well, they actually leaned into the anti-hero element. Set before John Kramer truly became Jigsaw, the movie finds our mastermind staring down a terrifying form of brain cancer that gives him months to live. With almost all of his hope lost, John agrees to try an experimental treatment to remove the cancer. But when the entire operation turns out to be a scam, John will put his talents to use to get justice. There's a lot of franchises that work best when they go back to basics. If your franchise is diving into lore versus doing the thing folks are here to see, or why they fell in love with the franchise in the first place, you're probably going to succeed by going back to the original well, whether that's the original hook, character dynamics, that's and that's what's going on here. We've got a small cast of characters playing off each other in a mind game, Bat and Battle of Wills, predominantly in a single location centered around a series of traps where it's possible for folks to escape, but only if they put themselves through incredible pain. The main difference is how direct and straightforward John's involvement is, and that's in the movie's favor. So many of the Saw movies have danced around two plots occurring at the same time, the people in the traps attempting to get out, and their lives with their lives intact, and some kind of police force trying to piece things together and stop what's happening. John has always been a driving force, but more of a presence than an honest-to-goodness character. Here, Tobin Bell gets to add some depth and nuance to John as he bonds with people and inflicts vengeance on people that have impacted him personally. It's like the movies have finally realized that John being a dead mastermind who thought out all these things years in advance is a lot less interesting than angry guy takes out his anger on the people who wronged him versus someone who has wronged society. And in case you don't feel bad for John, these jerks are people who con cancer patients out of money, so we don't feel that bad about anything that happens to them. But fear not, franchise fans, because the traps are back and just as gruesome as ever. And I feel weird saying this, but this movie seems to get what the setup for a solid saw trap should be, which is two elements, a ticking clock and a mechanized device. 
The ticking clock provides the underlying tension because if you don't figure things out in X amount of time, <laughs> you're going to die. And the mechanized aspect means there's always a tangible way out and also adds to the gritty, gory setup. With that as the baseline, the movie can go through its laundry list of traps and tortures as John's captives fight amongst themselves, attempt to best John, or turn the tables. All It all adds up to some believable twists and a few character clever character reveals, and you've got a functional Saw movie. And the verdict is, it'll do. By going back to its roots, Saw X breathed life into a tired franchise. Six out of ten. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.